Blog Talk Radio. Listening to the call Fans going crazy for the boys that fall Hey everybody, welcome to the fifth quarter with Coach Johnson I'm the host Dave Johnson uh, Glad to be back on here tonight after the holidays and Hope everybody had a good Christmas and Happy New Year and Get things rolling here after the New Year So uh, just happened to fall where Tuesday night was Christmas Eve and, and then New Year's Eve and we happened to be out of town for both and uh, so we we missed but uh, I know one thing I, we talked about college football the last time I was on here and uh, about all the bowl games and, and things of that nature and um, I've gotten a little bowl pick them thing at, uh, where Jennifer works and I'll tell you right now you just will close your eyes and guess and do as good as what I did you'd have probably got just as many right because man I've never seen so many L's on the sheet in all my life is what I I had on there uh, I know everybody knows if they were listening I'd picked Ohio State to win it all I thought they were better than anybody and Clemson goes in there and takes care of them. I just never dreamed that they would do that. Um, but I guess Clemson been getting better as the as the year went on. I know they played didn't play so good early, and uh, they must have played better down the stretch because they beat Ohio State, and I had them winning it all. So that really screwed up my my bracket. So they're. Uh, there's it's terrible. I'd say I probably didn't get twenty five percent right if that's uh, if the truth's known. If I'd be lucky if I got twenty five percent right of the whole bracket. It is terrible. I know just some of the games are really, really close. Um some of those games I've heard of them teams hadn't seen anybody play and it was just a, a guess or a, as you would call a shot in the dark, but like uh first first 10 games only got like one pick right it was terrible so uh sometimes man i i know i watched that uh, scene on one of those fox shows that the girl that hosts the fox show she uh uh she won they pick a team every week and i know like week 15 she was at 11 and 4 and all those NFL guys and coaches they had all had losing records so sometimes I don't I don't think all the info and insight and inputs you think you have you know when it comes down to it probably don't mean as much as what everybody thinks it does so um I didn't I really screwed up my bracket but 
Uh, we do know this. There's only one college game left, and that'll be played next Monday night um, between LSU and Clemson. Uh, I've seen where Clemson's like a 54% favorite to win it all. Um, should be should be a really good game, but I'll tell you, well, LSU, uh, they look pretty good against Oklahoma, but I I said it all along, and of course I know I thought Ohio State would win it too, but I, I know Oklahoma hadn't faced the caliber teams that they would face in the in that playoff. There's there's just no way. I mean, those teams are nearly as tough as I'm not saying one ain't maybe, but as a whole, there there's not near as tough as as what they would face in that uh, in that playoff bracket. So. Uh, should be should be a really good game. Uh, I'd look forward uh, to watching it because I'm you know you got two uh, pure pocket passers. Um, you know they ain't going. Well, I mean they will do some running, but they they like to throw it. Um, you know Trevor Lawrence he uh, he started off slow, but boy he he's really come on. Turned the ball over early. He cut that out. Um, I seen where Joe Burris for LSU is like only one or two touchdowns away from taking over the single season uh, TD record in college, and uh, they got some really good receivers down there. And uh, you know, Clemson's got one of the best backs in the game, and that ETM guy. And it it should be a really good game, and uh, so you know it's. Uh, you just you never know. I mean, it, it can be a lopsided. You know, that's that's what I say. Just because everything shapes up to should be, sometimes it just don't, you know, turn out that way. But I know this one thing for sure: there's only one college football game left, unless they have some kind of uh, all-star game or something like that for them. But uh, they're going to crown a champion next week, and. Uh, so it very well could be a repeat or it could be the, you know, LSU. So who who knows uh, what will happen. By this time next week, we'll know. We can talk about it then, that's for sure. Uh, you know, when then moving on to the NFL, you know, the first thing I'd like to uh, address is, you know, I'd say we – we all seen the end of a dynasty um, with the New England Patriots. You know, they're just, I mean, I, I, I say, I mean, I, I feel for sure they're, I mean, they're, they're done, but, uh, you know, it, you know, you hear people say that'll never be done again, never be done again. Well, you know, the 49ers did it. <clears throat> That's what they said then. It wouldn't be done again. So, I, you know, I, I don't know. It's so hard to do. I know. You know, keep all these players together, keep the coach together, and um, you know, just keep keep things going in the same direction. Have a little luck here and there, and you know, the one of the things that's went right for the Patriots for for a lot of years is not having to play in that wild card game. You know, and all their Super Bowl wins, they've never came through the wild card to uh, to get there. Um, you know, and so Miami 
slips up. I don't say slips up. Miami beat them. They they scored first. We watched a little bit of that game. They scored first. Um, I actually had them down. I think by my seventeen or fourteen early. So they didn't slip up. They they won the won it, and then that you know put New England in the wild card game, and then uh, Tennessee just goes up there and thumps. You know, I said it for. Um, for a long time that uh, Brady just didn't look good at all all year. I don't think he did. And I know everybody says, well, he wasn't throwing any good receivers. What people don't realize is uh, that all these years, besides they got Randy Moss that one year, and then they didn't even win it that year, is they've been having these kind of receivers. They've where they where they really missed this year was Gronkowski. To me, that's that's where the missing piece to the puzzle was, is because him and Edelman were his go-to guys. Well, <clears throat> all those teams started double teaming Edelman, and then you know Tom couldn't get these other guys open. But before they take these other receivers that either people you know didn't want or cut or whatever you call it, and they'd take them and use them and, and uh, make everything look good. And then this, all of a sudden this year, you know, you can't get them the ball. Tom looks old and uh, rusty and never did. I, every game I watched him play, he didn't he didn't look good at all. So I think for sure, um, no, no doubt we've seen the end of a dynasty and I said it, I don't know if it was the last time we had the show or not, um, but I said it close to that time or the next to the last time that it, it's hard to it's hard to have a dynasty at any level. I mean, even, you know, Alabama, look, they, they dominated for years, and, I mean, you could still say, what, they lost two games and they're still in there, but it's so hard. I mean, you look at the coaches. Alabama loses every year. You look at the coaches, New England loses every year. And to to do that and maintain that top status, I mean, it's just hard to be great all the time. And I, that's, you know, one thing in women's football that, that I, I just can't get over is, is how these teams hold all these players uh, every single year, you know, and how they keep them together because, you know, we, we've had a team going into the uh, sixth year uh, and, you know, it's, uh, even though it's not ours this year, we, you know, Jennifer's still playing and um, I'm coaching and it, you know, every year is, I ain't going to say it's a plum rebuilding year, but every year you got a bunch of new players that are, that are taken, uh, you know, that you got to get ready to, ready to play and uh, how these teams maintain these 50 and 60 players that keep coming back, keep coming back is, is just beyond me. I just, I don't understand how they do it. Um, You know, I I got an idea, you know, sometimes people say, well, you know, you're too strict or you do this or that, but uh, I just, you know, I can't see doing anything else. If, you know, if that's what, uh, that's how you win and that's how you do things right. I couldn't see, you know, turning my head just so somebody could, wouldn't want to uh, play or quit. So 
I, I just don't understand how, you know, in, especially in women's football, you keep these great teams together. And uh, in the pros, it's, you know, it seems to be, it would seem to be easier in the pros because you can, you know, go out and get all these free agents. You can build your team through that draft, you know, and college, you know, you, who knows how these high school athletes pan out. You know, we watched a All-American game with East versus West High School All-American this past weekend. And, uh, you know, some of those guys that were set, I think it was the 22nd annual, and there was a lot of players that had played in the pros from the high school thing. But there's a lot of players that's playing in the pros that didn't go to that thing. And, you know, you had to be like a five-star recruit to even get in this game. And so just because you might be, you know, a five-star don't mean, you know, sometimes you regress or degress. And, you know, sometimes a, a system don't fit you as good. You take on injuries and, and that kind of stuff. So for, you know, for all these teams uh, to maintain uh, these players and then you know in college level is is coaching all these players up and then you lose coaches and you got to change the, the philosophy you know and the, uh, the schemes and that kind of stuff and then you know in the pros they, you got this free agency and, and everybody wants more money they can't even play play out a contract they done sign because they want more money and it's uh, it's crazy so I I just wholeheartedly uh, believe we've seen the end of a dynasty with the, you know the New England Patriots I just can't help but for the life of me to to, to see it happening but uh, anyway um, the Titans look really good you know, everybody talks about being able to run the ball in the playoffs. Well, son, they're running the ball. I mean, right now, Derrick Henry looks unbelievable. You know, we every game we've watched, if, if they've held him for no gain, it's because they got him before he got taken off. Uh, he gets a good step on you and hits you in that hole, and then he'll punish you. We've seen a guy come up to make a hit on him, tackle on him, and he probably hit him and knocked him five yards. Um, they're playing good defense. Also, they're not turning the ball over much. Uh, I know Danny Hill did throw an interception, uh, but uh, still didn't turn it over much. So that uh, that was a good win for the Titans. Um, I didn't I didn't think they could pull it off. I'll be honest. Going on the road, playing up there, but. If you watch that game unfold, New England, I mean, they just they just shot themselves in the foot. And then, uh, you know, I, the part where they run the clock off there, run a lot of that time off, I heard them saying earlier that, uh, you know, Bill struggles against a lot of his old uh, coaches or player coaches. And uh, they said earlier that he teaches them too good. So, you know, that was one of his kind of tricks to, you know, to take a delay and then take a false start so you don't take a delay and get an unsportsmanlike. So, uh, you know, it was smart by Mike Variable to to do that, steal them some time, and, then, you know, in the end, 
New England needed it. They got the ball back at the one for like 15 seconds ago, you know, and he ran off, I think, a minute and 40 or, or something like that uh, with just with just penalties and stuff. So that kind of stuff, you know, ever, it's hard to believe you play all year long, play 16 games, and the final game comes down to, you know, not having enough time on the clock. You got that minute and 40 seconds you let get away that you couldn't do anything with. Um, it's, it's hard to believe that it comes down to that, to to the determine of having a chance to win the game or not. But uh, the Titans did get it done. They got another tough game ahead of them this week and a, and a big assignment of stopping the bar, Jackson. That guy's unreal. Uh, is, I'm not, you know, I... I I know it's easier said than done, but I would make him uh, be a pocket passer to beat me. I just would not let him pull that ball down and take off and running if all possible. Um, I I think that's his weakness of standing in that pocket, throwing the ball downfield. Every time, you know, I say every time, but a lot of times I think sell on him. So that's what I would do to make him, you know, and then I would try to, keep the ball away from them. Uh, the Titans, you know, they got a good run game, got a good defense, so uh, they definitely got a chance. It's it's a tall task, but uh, they definitely got a chance. I mean, we've seen them firsthand beat the Chiefs this year. Uh, Should have beat uh, uh, shoot, New Orleans Saints. They should have beat them. Um, you know, they beat some good teams, so they they got us off they got a shot so we'll we'll see what happens there and then the other game in the AFC um, you know everybody's dogging this Josh Allen guy uh, for playing bad and I'm not saying he played great but let me tell you something you're running for your life they ain't, well, they ain't a whole lot you can do you know they want to talk about him making. Uh, those mistakes, and I'm thinking, well, why do not the line blocking a little bit? I mean, they were not, they were just having a free run at him. Uh, he did make some crucial mistakes, uh, but even as even as him putting them in a bind and making those mistakes, to me that wasn't even the the play of the game. Uh, the play of the game for me was <clears throat> when they were driving at the end uh, to kick the kick a field goal, uh, they get a blindside, bot, a blindside block that's illegal. That, to me, was was the uh, bad thing for them. That To me, I told them for them, I said, that right there just put them in a bad situation. And then even though um, Deshaun Watson made a great play there avoiding a the sack, I thought the big the big plus play for them was picking up a third and eighteen with their running back when Buffalo was playing too too shallow, so or too deep. I mean, so I, you know, we watched that whole game. It was a good game, pretty pretty evenly matched. You know, I I'd say the best team that day won. Honestly, uh, you know, tail of two halves, but. Um, you know, again, you play 16 games, you know, it comes down to go to overtime, 
and it you know it comes down to one possession. I mean that's just how you know how it works. That's how important when you say every single play, every single drive is important. People don't understand you. Oh man, we we'll get another. We we'll get another. You know, look at Buffalo. You think they'd like to have another one? You think they'd like to have another down? So you never know exactly how important uh, one possession is or, you know, a set of downs or uh, how important first down is because they were within the field goal range when they got that penalty. And they both, both teams, well, the Texans had already taken the ball. So a, a field goal or next score period wins that game. So they definitely shot themselves in the foot right there. Uh, and then the Texans pick up a third and 18. And then they got Deshaun Watson dead to right for sacks and don't wrap him up, let him out. And he gets away and then throws a big strike to the receiver. And he gains a lot of yards. So it it was a good weekend, of, you know, of football. And that was the AFC teams. And um, I thought that I thought Buffalo might get them. Uh, they had a great opportunity. So uh, then, then in the NFC, you know, you take um, Minnesota. What about them? Kirk Cousins didn't even play last week. You know, played. Um, I didn't see it, but I heard against the, the Packers the other day he played terrible. I know when we watched a little bit of it, they didn't. Neither one looked too good, but. They said he played terrible against the Packers, and then he didn't play at all. And then he comes in and makes some big throws, you know, down the stretch. Um, so you, you just never know, folks. I swear, I know I say that a lot, but you don't. I mean, you know, some teams just match up against some teams better than others. And, you know, some of those teams have had his number, and he can't beat them, and, uh, you know, for whatever reason, uh, in the Saints, you know, a lot of people thought they were the uh, the best team, excuse me, in the NFC. You know, and here they lose the game at home. Uh, you know, heard people say, "Well, it's pass interference, pass interference," and it very well probably, you know, it could have been called, but you know, they're fighting either way. But for me. It look, you know, I'm I'm thinking, why is the defensive guy not always, you know, in his face at this point? But I don't know. I, I don't think at that point that, you know, you can you can blame the refs uh, in a game situation that, you know, it looked like there was hand fighting either way, and uh, he definitely did push off. The, how much of a degree, I don't know. Uh, this looked like to me that the. The guy wasn't playing tight enough coverage when you're down there one on one, knowing they're probably going to throw the ball up to to that guy. So um, I I think that you know the the Saints have as much to blame themselves as as the worrying about you know getting screwed again on a ref ref situation. Now that that's just solely you know my opinion, but. Uh, and I'm and I definitely don't go to bat for the refs, but you know uh, that's I just don't think that late in the game, unless you just knock the guy down or push him down, 
I just don't think you're going to get get that call. But either way, you know, I, I just have a hard time thinking you're going to get it. So uh, uh, it's tough to say. We watched some watched some Sports Center yesterday, then while we eating dinner and seeing a lot of them talking about it. But I'm just, uh, you know, I'm not uh, I'm not a fan of, you know, saying down to end. I mean, you, I guess if you're Saints, you want them to throw that flag, and if you're the Vikings, you're saying they ain't enough there to throw it, and I guess you, you know you got your own your own right opinion either side of your own. So uh, I, I definitely thought there was a little push off, but I definitely thought there was you know probably some pass interference as well before it got to that. So maybe maybe they you know look at it and somebody you know say they blew one. I don't know. Uh, but I just don't think in that situation, that part of the game, you're going to, you know, ever get that call. So we'll see, see what happens. They got a, you know, Minnesota's got a uh, tough game this weekend between the, the 49ers. So that, that, that won't be no walk in the park uh, for sure. Then the other game, the Seattle Seahawks with a way better record traveling to Philadelphia. Uh, play the Eagles, and you know the Eagles just sort of limped in there and uh, down the stretch, and and you know got I ain't gonna say that got lucky or healthy, but uh, they just didn't play good really all year, and they end up winning that division and hosting that game when the, the team has a much better record to me is you know is a joke, but that's the way it's set up. Uh, then you know. The Eagles almost pull it off, and that's with the backup quarterback. I didn't know we didn't know what happened to Wentz till yesterday, and they was talking about the helmet to helmet hit because he had left the game with the concussion. And and yes, I do believe uh, that it was a illegal hit. Uh, when I seen it, I didn't see it live, but they showed it slow motion, and I mean he definitely uh, knew. He was, you know, hitting him in the head. Otherwise, why would you not wrap it up or, you know, or something else? So that's, you know, knocked Wentz out of the game because of concussion protocol. And uh, not saying they would have won, but chances would have been, been way better. So then uh, now Seattle's going to have to travel to Green Bay. That ought to be a good game. I'm not sure Green Bay can uh, beat them. Green Bay, the last few times I watched Green Bay, they look terrible. I mean, Aaron Rodgers just just looked plum, plum terrible, you know. And I, I've, I've said it time and time again, by starting a team, he'd probably be the quarterback I'd, I'd want to start the team with. Man, they just really look bad. And... Uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get my mind wrapped around last week when they kept talking about the uh, uh, shoot about if the 49ers lost, Green Bay was going to be the number one seed. And I'm sitting here thinking, man, they haven't really looked at any games I've seen. And the game when they played the 49ers, the 49ers thumped them. I mean, like from the from the word go. 
and uh, I was thinking, wow. And sure enough, they end up in the number two seed, and uh, so they got a tough game. I guarantee Seattle's going to be a tough out. Um, the other game in the AFC, the Texans talked about them earlier, and I, I forgot to say they got to go to Kansas City. So that that should be a good game. Uh, Patrick Mahomes, I, I like that guy. I like the way he plays. Uh, it's, you know, it's sort of a fun, you know, still fun for him to play. Uh, the way he plays, runs around like a kid, throws from all these angles, does all this stuff. The the guy's phenomenal. So, and he can run the ball as well. I, and I actually think, you know, the same thing with him as I do uh, Lamar Jackson is because he's not a pocket passer. I've seen him leave him in the pocket several times, and I've never really seen anything uh, good. I mean, I'm sure he has, don't get me wrong, but I have seen a lot of a lot of completions or touchdowns from the uh, from the pocket. So, you know, you get out and move him around, and he's lethal on the run. So that should be a good game. I think Houston uh, can go in there and win that. I hope the Chiefs win. Uh, but, you know, and I think Tennessee has a chance. I really do. I know nobody's probably not giving them much of a chance, but – you know, they play good defense. They run that ball, and, you know, that's sort of the formula that uh, everybody says you got to have to win in, you know, in the cold, win in December and January. Uh, when uh, everybody else sitting home, you got to be able to play defense and run the football. So uh, they can do both, so we shall see. But those should be two really good games, and then the other two uh, – should be really good as well in the NFC. So maybe maybe we'll get to see them all. I know we just started practice, uh, had our first official practice this past Sunday. We've had a lot of flu flu victims on the team. I myself been sort of under weather with some kind of virus and really not 100% over it yet. And, you know, we had a lot of 18, I don't know, 18, but it was a big number of girls that were, you know, going to be out last week. So uh, we had to cancel practice last Sunday, but had it this past Sunday. So uh, nice to see the news come out. Nobody called in. They come out and did a great job with the interview and giving the team some recognition. So uh, it's, you know, it's about to about to crank up and get real exciting around here and uh, for the next few several months we're looking looking forward to the opportunity and the challenge you know you lose you lose three or four veteran players and you know now it's time to somebody else step up so that's 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 what you do is you know a misfortune for somebody else and somebody else's opportunity to, to rise to the occasion, you know, and that's just exactly the way you got to look at it, too. You know, I, I know when I was playing football in high school and, you know, somebody got hurt and they was in, you know, in your position or whatever, you know, especially an offensive lineman and, you know, you're the sixth or seventh one 
and uh, you know, one gets hurt or something, that puts you right there knocking on the door. That's just the, that's just the way things are, you know. So there's a great opportunity for other girls to step up and be the be the person and uh, take over. And uh, you know, it's definitely going to be a challenge. And, you know, we seem to like those kind of challenges around here, and because we don't don't get many. Uh, years where we have the same players, so it's uh, you know a lot of rebuilding each year to, to keep girls there and in place and get them used to the system and and all that. So there's a it's about to kick off and uh, getting a little excited for that. And here we got to you know come July we got. To, vacation plan in July, so all this stuff will be here before we know it. Time's just flying by. It's hard to believe it's the seventh day of January already, so, you know, who knows, it'll be here. We're supposed to play in the Jamboree, I think, on the 29th, and uh, season openers like on 29th of February it is. Season openers like uh, March 29th, I believe, and uh, you know, all that stuff, I'm telling you, time just flies by so fast, all that will be here uh, before we know it. So uh, we're, we're you know, trying to get ready. I know we're a little bit behind because of the flu bug and everybody being sick, but can't afford for people to get sick there for sure and, uh, you know, take a setback and all that kind of stuff. So we're we're going to keep forcing ahead and forging ahead and doing what we can do with, with what we got. You know, that's our motto every year. It's just, hey, you can only do with what you got to do with. You know, a lot of people, uh, you know, won't ever do that. But, hey, that's coming down to it. You just take and uh, play with what you got, make players out of them, and, and roll on, get experience, and, get better every single day, every time you step on that field. Uh, you know, keep a keep a good attitude, a good positive attitude and uh, you know, get things get things done, you have a lot better chance. So we're we're looking forward to it. We'll see what happens. May not be as uh dominant as we were, but it's all about winning. That that's what matters the most is is working hard, doing things right, and winning football games to me. So that's that's what I care about the very most is is that very thing. So we'll we'll see how it works and how it goes. But you know, I've seen a uh, it's happened a couple couple sort of on the same line this year. It happened with the Cowboys one game, and then it happened in. Texas game the other day, and it goes back to, you know, some of these, um, of how far that, you know, we've really came with with baby and these NFL players. You know, you're talking about guys that should know or have the highest level of football. They've played forever. You know, the coaches, I'm sure, beat all this stuff in their head, you know. So first of all, I'm gonna start off with the with the kickoff situation in Dallas. Now, 
I was a young kid in high school and uh, did the same thing that Prescott did. He they they won the toss and instead of saying we want to defer, he said we want to kick off. He didn't just say it once; he said it two or three times. Well, once he realized that he said that, then he says, "Yeah, kick off." What we want to do now? That's what he said. So what that means is you didn't say defer, you won the toss, and you want to kick. That's exactly what you said. I did the same thing in high school, and the rest, you know, went and told the coach, hey, he, y'all won the toss, but he didn't say the word right. He wanted, he wanted, didn't know that y'all didn't want to receive uh, the ball, you know, to start the second half or you know, he he knew you wanted to kick off, so that's what he said. So, you know, here you are, young kid in high school, and you should know those rules. Don't get me wrong. I didn't know them as well as I should have. And you know what they did? They, they made us kick off both halves, which is what they should have did. The rule says, you know, you, you got to say you defer. All right? So, so Dallas uh, wins the toss, and you know Prescott says we want to kick, we want to kick. So that tells me that I mean, well, first of all, he didn't say the right words. He said we want to kick. So he they weren't ready. Uh, I just don't know at that level how you not know. The problem for me was the refs didn't make them kick off twice. They ended up giving them the ball because after they listened to the audio, after he clearly said three times that, you know, we want to, uh, we want to kick, he finally said, well, a defer. So then they let them have the ball. I mean, they let them get the ball receive it in the second half. and I'm thinking, how does this work? You got the highest level skill players in in pro football playing, and he can't even tell you the correct words you need to hear to make sure you get the ball. I I was was sitting here uh, when we were watching that, and I, I was saying, what a joke. Well, then it sort of happened again in something along that line in Texas game when uh you know the the uh, kickoff man for the Buffalo kicked one in the end zone. The guy catches it, all he has to do is take a knee. All he has to do is take a knee, whistle blow, play over. All he has to do is take the ball and step out of bounds. Same thing. Let the ball bounce out of bounds. Well, what's he do? And listen, how many times have you people seen somebody uh, get the ball and let everybody run by them and then they take off? So what's he do? He he feels the ball. They get down there. He doesn't do anything. Just a little bit of time and lapse. You know, he uh, he don't even, he don't take a knee. He don't do nothing. He waves his arms up, puts his arms, and uh, what do they do? They 
when he throws the ball to ref, ref jumps out of the way, Buffalo gets it, scores. Well, right off the bat, way here, the the ref got in the booth. Well, they got to use common sense. Got to use common sense. Got to use common sense. I mean, really, we're we're watching the highest level of players in the league, and they don't know you got to take a knee. I mean, where, where's these? Where is these guys? You know, level of football knowledge. I mean, that's just really ridiculous. I thought it was crazy. So instead of giving Buffalo the touchdown, they take it off the board, and everybody's talking about common sense, common sense. Well, I'm gonna tell you something. I guarantee you, in women's football, you do that, and you're gonna lose the ball. So there's no doubt that. You know, at, at some point, why do we quit making excuses for these guys? Why do we quit letting them, giving them the benefit of the doubt when they should have the most football knowledge of anybody? We're giving them a pass. Well, you got to use common sense. Well, common sense says all you have to do is take a knee, play over with some blue, done. That, that's the, what the rule is. Why do you have to use common sense? That's the rule. You know, you go out there and break any other rule and they throw a penalty flag. Why do we have to use common sense? That I, I don't I don't get it, uh, you know, because I know without a shadow of a doubt that if that if a women's team did that, they would because there's not a review, you don't have all these uh refs and uh you know video or have video to look at and and all that. So if that would happen, you know, you'd just be you wouldn't be able to save save your your uniform or whatever. So they wouldn't they wouldn't overturn it. That you know what, I sit there and watch both of those happen. And it was just like, man, this is a joke. I mean it just really, really is a joke. And I just for the life of me can't figure out why we would, you know, let them uh, bail us out in a situation, not bail us out, but bail them out in a situation uh, like that. I, I, you know, rules are rules. That's all they are to it. You, you break one of those other rules, they're going to throw a penalty flag at you. Uh, you know, there's no way that uh, they're going to let you get by with that in, in the in the league we play in and I don't understand these all these prima donnas playing in the pros, you know, why we why we let them get away with. Um, so it it it's bad. I mean, you know, make them make them be accountable. That's what I say. You know, fuck the helmet the helmet hit on went from from Clowney. You know, that was that was just uncalled for. Uh the only uh, I mean, knocked him out of the game for no reason. I mean, he's already on the ground, you know. Why do, why do you have to hit him? Why do you have to hit him in the head? So, I don't know. They they keep talking about common sense. Well, common sense will be to me is, you know, hey, here here's the rule book. You might want to read it because, you know, you don't uh, wave your hand on a, on a punt for a fair catch and then you catch a punt and, you know, some – Somebody uh, runs over you, 
and then you know you're you're fair game. Well, then all of a sudden, if you uh, don't raise your hand and somebody don't hit you, then you can take off running. So, I just, you know, those two things was really, really bothering me. And, I, you know, I told Jennifer about it. I said, man, these things are just eating me up because they want to use common sense. We're talking about guys that, you know, should have lots and lots of knowledge, um, you know, about what's going on. So I was really, really upset, you know, about that. Uh, ju- just for the simple fact, these guys make millions upon millions of dollars, and you don't know the rules enough to say those few things. To me, that's that's just, you know, going a little far. Um, essentially, Buffalo, you know, would have had more points. They wouldn't have went to overtime. Uh, there's there's just a lot of things that you know they let slide that's just just a little ridiculous and you're thinking wow you know these guys are supposed to know everything and here here they're letting them slide on a technicality and uh, you know really not even a technicality just something that you know could have been avoided here they let it slide because you got to use common sense. I heard that guy say that, and I was like, wow. So, you know, it is what it is. I I know those guys got a tough job. I know everybody, you know, fussing at those refs. But the refs, both of them, made the right call. I mean, somebody has overruled them somewhere because they were uh, – they let the play play out in in Buffalo against the Texans, and then uh, Buffalo got the ball and scored. They called it good, and then, you know, somebody got with them and decided it wasn't. Uh, then the Cowboys was going to have to kick off the second half, uh, and then they found the shoe to fit that guy. So then he, uh, you know, at halftime, somebody must have buzzed down to them and said, hey, you know, we heard him finally on the audio say, you know, defer, but he said we're going to kick, you know, so many times, so it's, I don't know, it's just little stuff like that that just really eats me alive, and I think about it and let it drive me crazy, because I know in women's football, all this stuff, I mean, we see it all the time, not necessarily this year, but, you know, we see stuff out going on, and, uh, you know, they're not going to let you slide with nothing. They're gonna say, "Hey, chalk that up for learning experience," you know. So that's—I don't know. It—it's just you know one of those things. Like I say, a pet peeve of mine, and it sort of you know makes you makes you mad and and wonder why they would ever do that to begin with. So um, one thing for sure, I know that uh, proud to have on the on here the sponsors. Is Brandy with the H and D therapy, and uh, we're gonna let her talk a little bit about her product here. Hi, I'm Brandy, owner of H and D therapy. We are certified PEMF therapy as well as equine massage therapy, with certifications in human, small animal, and equine. I have been using pulse electronic magnetic field technology for over ten years. This technology is helping people and all animals with making their 
lives happier and healthier. H&D therapy helps all athletes of any sport by using PEMF to aid in enhancing their performance. PEMF therapy and achieving peak performance go hand in hand. When the athlete's muscles are at their best condition, peak performance is easier to achieve. We can help with improving energy, help pain management, accelerate healing, reduce inflammation, help strengthen bones, increase circulation, and increase oxygen levels in the blood, and many, many more benefits to have a healthier body. Come find us on Facebook and the web at hndtherapy.com or call 865-456-1976 to make an appointment or get more information. All right, Brandon. Thank you. We appreciate it. Appreciate you being a sponsor of the show and <clears throat> helping the team and, and all that. Uh, like I say every week, uh, it really works. You know, it's uh, she's got a new new business going and um, it's hard to get your name out there if people won't give you an opportunity. So we're trying our best to get her help her get established and giving her some opportunity to work and you know, I'm I'm always one of them that's uh skeptical about new stuff, you know. A friend of mine, he he's really big on the tens units and I've seen them work, don't get me wrong, and you know, I know him and her sort of butted heads and talked about it and you know, one don't believe in this and that. That's all fine and good and um I believe in both of them so I don't know where that puts me, but uh, you know we've used ten units, and I know Jennifer had that knee surgery and used them on her, and I've used them on my back, and um, it, it works. But I will, I will say this, and uh, I'm not, you know, I don't know how her um, exactly how her therapy works, but it does work. Uh, you know, she's she's helped me with use it with on my back as well, and uh, you know. A lot of these girls, it, it, it's sort of it's sort of on the same line as a TNG, but it's not. But you know, I seen seen something similar to this. Uh, they they come up with for as a machine for horses. They have what they call ring bone, which is just basically bone spurs for people. You know, it's just a spur that gets hung on that bone, and then it's just you know it's exactly what it is, like a bunch of little thorns in there and it hurts you well on the you know top of the around the hairline the top of the hoof for a horse they get a bunch of them through there and it's really painful for them and uh they uh they'll usually limp and it'll swell all up and you know they don't uh get around too good well they come out this new machine and uh, years ago and i i guess they're still using it but you know you take your horse and into the padded style and you put him you know put his foot on something and they sort of wrap this uh, around it and what it does is it it shocks and I don't know if it's all natural or Brandy's all natural but they this thing was like sort of shocked and, and what it did over a period of time is it would break up those bone spurs you know and that's sort of the same kind of deal uh, that we got here, not that that's exactly what it is, but you know it's on that same line, and it uh, I'm I'm a believer in it. I'll tell you that is, and you know I had there's several 
several times my back will flare up and, you know, I get a pain. I can't hardly sit or walk. And, you know, she'll put me on that for about 40 minutes. And it, I mean, it'll, it'll jolt you. I mean, it'll, it'll rock you. What she puts on me, it'll, it'll rock you, but it works. You know, I'll, I'll have to say that. And I'm, like I said, I'm one of them skeptical. When we first seen it, uh, you know, she, she come and tried it out and, she tried it out on a few of the people that was at the rope and where we seen it. And, uh, uh, they, you know, the results was good. So, uh, we're, we're working with her trying to, trying to get something, uh, help her get her business going and, uh, off the ground. And she does a lot of, uh, she does a lot of therapy on, you know, human people and elderly people. And I say human people, my bad. I meant to say, people with, you know, that have some, um, either disability or, you know, elderly people, sort of meant to say, and, uh, people with, you know, pains and, and aches, I guess I should say along that line, but it, it really does work. I mean, like I said, I was surprised and not just, you know, saying that to be saying it, uh, everybody ought to give it a shot. I know, um, uh, it, uh, you know, the pain from the, uh, there's really, I mean, there's no pain in it except, you know, when you she puts it on high and, you know, that's when it's doing the best work and it uh, it vibrates you. That's a pretty good feeling, but uh, you know, it it's one of them things where uh, it'll just have to, uh, you know, how many people, you know, I always say no, no, no. You know, I say it all the time. You do something great. Uh, Nobody, you tell somebody and they tell nobody, do something bad and they do, they tell everybody. So, sort of the way it is when you're trying to build a business and, and do machines and equipment, you, you know, you're, you're working to get ready to go and, and uh, stuff of that nature. So, maybe we'll get her to where she needs to be. And, um, you know, I don't know, we, you know, that we necessarily will, but maybe we can get her enough clientele and, business to really help her out and that's you know for me that would be a great goal uh, to do that very thing because I um I don't uh, I like I'd like to see her uh you know succeed and she's working on uh getting the uh, what is license I guess to do acupuncture uh I know I've never seen it done on humans but I have seen it done on horses and uh, they say that really works. You know, they say you can't even feel the needle. It releases that pressure. So who who knows? I know, you know, like I say, we'll, we'll see football time starting to get here and starting to get some uh, aches and pains and, you know, a little, uh, little bruises and stuff along the way. And that's when, to me, you know, you see how good something works. So um got a few questions on here to answer. Um, before we dismiss for tonight, and you know, I've been Jim for struggle with this for a long time about you know selling the team and the league, and it people don't realize how much work there is to it. And man, we both work jobs and got animals, and uh, you know, we like to go places and do things, and just don't leave a whole lot of time for each other. Or, 
or do anything you want to do. And, uh, you know, it's not that we don't love football, you know. I, I love the sport as much as I always had. Now, I don't like where, you know, where all this NFL stuff went and how much it's gotten out of hand. And, you know, people won't play out of contract, even though you're not even that valuable to your team. Your team's not winning. And you're you're wanting to hold out for more money, and I'm I'm cutting those guys, you know. We don't love football. It's just that, you know, you you do something so long, and and uh, uh, you know it just takes up all your time, and you know this comes to the point where, you know, you just say I'm done, and uh, you know we we come to that point, and um, you know the question was, you know. Why? Why now? You know why? Why after all this time? Why now? And you know, I, I to be honest with you, years and you know the first year, year for deciding to play in Chattanooga, and uh, we went down there and seen how uh, things ran, and um, you know I paid my money to get in and stood in the stands and hollered just like any other fan, and you know the way they played killed me and. Uh, some of the guys on the in the bleachers that uh, you know their wives played would tell me, "Oh, you'll never see this team play like that. You'll never see this do that." Blah blah blah. And, and you know, at that time, we never even had thought about having uh, a team of our own. Uh, I mean, that wasn't even an option. You know, I mean, honestly, I'd never even had crossed our mind. And, you know, those guys were saying, man, they'll never play like that. You want a team to play like that, you better start your own team. You know, and it just kept escalating from there. And, you know, as the year went on, things kept happening. And then all of a sudden, what Jennifer was looking forward to so much, you know, she was dreading because of the way things were. But, you know, it, it the day that, you know, that we announced that we were <clears throat> changing hands with the team, you know, it was an emotional day because <clears throat> we put in a lot of hard work, you know, because I heard forever, and it wasn't just by these guys. You know, I heard, you never do it. You never do it. You know, I heard that so many times. You never do it. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to say that, you know, we we were uh, in the class of the the elite, you know, the Texas elite Spartans or the Dallas elite when they were there, or the DC Divas and all that. I don't know that in this area you ever get to that. Maybe you can. Maybe somebody better than us can grow this team to that. I don't know. I hope so. If that's what their goal is. But when when you tell me that we can't make it, you know, that women won't respond to the type of play that you want to do or the things you want done, uh, you'll never do it. Well, you know, that just that just makes me want to bear down harder. And, you know, for for going on six years, we practiced for a whole year before we played a game. So going on those years, we prided ourselves on, you know, doing things the right way. And, you know, we had a lot of players come through the program that, you know, had I not been the way I was, maybe they would have stayed and played. 
maybe the outcome's different. Maybe we don't win as many games as we did. Maybe we don't win the championships that we did. Who knows? But, you know, I, I'll say this. And, um, you know, it's one of them things that, you know, you just grin every time I think about it. I just grin when I hear those guys tell me they'll never play. You'll never make it. You'll never do it. Women don't want to play, you know, the way you want them to play. You just won't be able uh, to do it. They don't like to do this. They don't like to do that. And, you know, I just I think of that all the time. That's one thing that, you know, just drove me and drove me. And it wasn't just those two guys. It was, uh, you know, people that I know, people in their family and, you know, no support. I mean, me and Jennifer did this on our own, just starting out with player here and player there. And, you know, what a uh, few players that, you know, we had for a long time, uh, we did it pretty much with no support or just the support of each other. And, you know, we did it. Now, I'm not I'm not trying to say we did it the magnitude of the Boston teams or the Divas or anything like that, and I don't know we'd ever do it. But we did it. You know, I've seen so many teams come and go. I've seen so many teams struggle. I've seen teams that have been around forever that have won championships. And, you know, I've seen this beat them. And I've seen this, you know, we break the scoring record in the – USWFL the first year we played, and you know uh, all the all the same old people, the ones that say you never do it. You know they say, oh well, you ain't played nobody. Well, guess what? We played you, and we beat the crap out of you. You know we, you know teams are saying that, and we're beating, we're handing them the worst loss ever. So all that stuff is is what drives me. You know I. I'll be honest with you, I had a, you know, when they asked me to coach this team this year, I was I was really wanting to, to be done with it. I was really just wanting to step away, enjoy, you know, um, maybe get back to roping some, just things of that nature, enjoy traveling, just whatever we wanted to do. And, you know, they wanted me to, and I jumped out there and told them I would. And then I was, you know, like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm really, um, you know, I really sh- should have thought about this. I should have thought about this decision before I just jumped out there and said, yeah, I'd do it. You know, and for the first time, something that I love to do so much, I'm, I'm almost sitting there thinking, man, I wish I hadn't said that. But you know what? Just like always, things put you in a bind where, you know, you lose a couple players here and a couple players there, and all of a sudden, you know, things don't look as good as they did. Boy, you won't do it this year. Boy, you'll struggle here. You lost this player. You lost that player. Well, guess what? You know, thank you. You know, all the people said that, thank you, because you just rejuvenated my fire. You know, I got more to prove now than than I than I ever had. And, uh, you know, one, one thing I know is I'll never let a player or two or three dictate how, how the season goes here. Now, it may not be as pretty. It may not be uh, the same, same kind of deal. 
but we're going to try to make it just as efficient. Uh, now, I'm not guaranteeing anything besides we're going to guarantee to give it 100%, you know, and that, that's all we can do. But, you know, it's 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 things that, like that, you know, I've, I've I've been I've been sort of the underdog my whole life, you know. It was like, um, you know, when we we played the first year, played the first game, we didn't have no expect at all. I mean, this team talked crap to us for for well over a month. They'd played for several years. We hadn't even played a game. We'd only scrimmaged, been in two scrimmage games, and one of those ended in a bench clearing brawl with Dirty City. So. We'd only been in the two scrimmages. Uh, you know, just before we go, one of our um, starting linemen hurts her finger and don't even dress out. So we go to play our very first game with with like 15, I believe. You know, and while we're, uh, you know, we go down there and just beat them like a drum. You know, then everybody says, oh, well, they'll play somebody that, That'll do it. And, I mean, it's always, you know, nobody can ever give credit where credit's due. And, and you know, a lot of times I hate to give people uh, credit because I don't like them or whatever. But I usually try to make sure to be fair about, you know, give credit where credit's due. And, you know, we we did it. That, that's just all I can say is, you know, everything that everybody said we couldn't do, we went and did, and uh, you know there just comes a time when you, um, you know, you want to down um, downsize, you know, and like people downsizing a house or a vehicle, we just trying to downsize some things, you know, going on in our life, and um, you know to make sure that we, um, you know, get to what we do what we want to do, you know, I'm getting ready to turn 50 and ain't getting no younger and uh, worked hard, I've also played hard and, uh, you know, we we like to do do a lot of traveling and go here and go there, so, you know, it, that's, that's why it was the time, it wasn't anything else, there wasn't anything wrong with the team, there wasn't anything wrong with the league, I mean, yeah, the league uh, lost a lot of teams, but I mean that you do that every year. I mean, you're always going to have people that are happy. You're always going to have some that are not happy. And usually, if teams don't win it or win, they're not happy. Or if a team don't get scheduled, they don't like, they're not happy. I mean, you know, you you try to do everything as common sense, and uh, you know, it was never ever our goal or dream to own a league. So. That that was something that you know it was it was the first thing to go and and I'm you know we got to talk about it said so well shoot now be an opportunity rather than just wait to next year and uh, just not have a team at all is hey keep it around give somebody else an opportunity and you know that's what we did where I said we're going to be here this year Jennifer's going to play and I'm. I'm going to coach, and we're going to try to make the best out of a situation that we possibly can. Um, you know, there would have to be some kind of drastic change for for me to continue beyond this year. But you know, I'm not ever going. I'm not going to say never because you don't know what's going to happen, and I don't know. And and 
and all that. But, you know, I, I do want to, uh, you know, clarify that there was nothing nothing wrong with the team or, or anything of that nature. It, it was just, it just come to the time to where, you know, we were just tired. And, uh, you know, all the stuff that it takes to, to make a team work, now we don't have to worry about it. You know, we show up to practice and we practice and we go home. Now, I'm not saying won't help them. I met with them this weekend and loved it. I want to see them succeed. I want to see them uh, take it and run with it. I told one of them today that, you know, you're doing a great job. Keep up the hard work. And, you know, be something you can be proud of. And uh, I, I really believe that, you know. And um, like I say, to ever grow it to – the, the big market, we live in a small area. You know, we we live in a small market. So I'm not saying it won't happen, but listen, there's there's more small market teams than there's big market teams. So um, who who knows what will happen? I just, you know, want to clarify that there, there sure wasn't nothing wrong with the team and uh, there, there was nothing wrong with us other than we're just tired, you know, just tired of doing all the all the work and there wasn't but us too. Now Wendy Sweeney did help us out a ton last year, no doubt. She helped us out a lot and um Marianne Puckett and her her husband helped us out a lot as well and, and there was a lot of help, you know, from uh players, families and things of that nature. But for the for the most part, all the things that make a team run, we we did ourselves. And uh, you know, we just had to get rid of some of the stress and, and uh, you know, take some of the pressure off of us from from that stress. Other than that, there was no other reason uh, other than just, you know, it's just that time. It's just, you know, coming down to the end here, and uh, we're going to try our best to win more games and a championship, and, and that, that's all we can do, you know. And so... You know, to answer your question, it's just, it was just the time. You know, that's the, about the only thing I can say. And, and you know, may, maybe, you know, depends on what happens this year. Who knows? You know, like I said, you might, somebody might challenge you again. And you just can't not take it and, and go. But for now, you know, this is, this is, me and Jim told Jim for a day, it's, you know, this is our last ride, and uh, you know, hopefully it'll turn out the way we want it. But you know, if it don't, we've had a lot of success. We did exactly what everybody said we couldn't do more than once. You know, and like I said, I've did it in my life several times. So, you know, you tell me I can't. That just makes me bear down that much harder. So, um, it it was sad. You know, I hated the. Uh, say that I was done. I hated to say that, you know, we were passing the torch, but hey, um, these girls are going to do a good job with it. No, I have no doubt in my mind. Uh, they won't be successful and, uh, you know, get their feet wet and they're learning more every day, That which in turn, that means it's going to be uh, easier, you know. Uh, so the more you learn, the, the more the broad you you broaden your knowledge span and um, you, you you're gonna make a lot of mistakes and learn from those. So 
Um, we're here to help them and uh, here to see the see if we can make this team the best they can possibly be and, and not worry about the the people we lost along the way because one thing I know about coaching is you can't coach the ones that ain't there. That's that's the one main thing I know. If you're not there, we can't coach you. So there's a uh, there's a lot to look forward to. There's a lot on the line, um, you know, and and we're we're ready for the opportunity. Maybe not right at this moment, but we will be. And uh, I'm I'm looking forward to it. it. You know, like I said, I was sort of sort of wishing I hadn't did it, and then I start hearing these people chattering, chirping, and talking. I'm like, you know what? We'll just see. So, um, glad I did. I, I, you know, you, I don't know how we'll make it next year without it, um, but we, we'll figure out something. But uh, I do want to thank everybody for listening, and, and like I said, I hate we couldn't uh, had it, had the show the last couple of weeks over the uh, holidays, and Christmas, and New Year's, but uh, this happened to fall wrong. But uh, really think uh, BJ there, JC Hulk Sports Network. I mean, she's she's the one that makes all this happen and possible. I just get on here and run my mouth and about opinions and things of that nature. But you know, it's it's good to see there's still people, you know, willing to help people and and do things just because you. You like to do them. That's just about a thing of the past. Everybody, you know, wants thinks they got to make millions of dollars to to do things to to keep people uh, in a sport or keep things going on. Not just because they like to do it. So finding somebody that's you know just loves it is is a rarity and and willing to step out there and do it. So we appreciate you. I know you probably don't hear it enough and. We appreciate you, though, and, uh, you know, it's been a lot of fun. I don't know exactly how long we've been doing this now, probably for a couple good years. Uh, it's been a lot of fun, um, you know. About to get the time of year where I start getting me some players on here and talk about some uh, things going on, and uh, we're looking forward to this jamboree, uh, see how it's going to exactly work, and, over there and you know see what we got see how much work we got left to do so it'll be it'll be fun but uh thank everybody for listening appreciate it and uh till next tuesday i'm coach johnson and we'll see you again